0: The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees.
1: Geek Show Podcast, welcome to it. Oh, thank you so much for uh, downloading, streaming, listening, however however you do it. We love how you do it. Thank you so much. Um brand new episode, GeekShowPodcast.com. The name of the episode is Shuffley Pete versus Avenues Annie. I don't remember. Honestly. Uh, But uh, coming up, uh, there's, uh, you know, some stories about uh, how Tommy Lee Jones really hates Jim Carrey. We've got uh, some stories about uh, how the folks at Fox and Friends really hate uh, Superman. And... (laughs) Jay's going to join me for broken news. Jay Whitaker's. Uh, we're, we're going to give you our thoughts and feelings about Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, all that and more on the way. And I want to thank our sponsors for making each and every episode possible. Of course, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. They're open seven days a week. Hold services free. And with that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. Don't be surprised if you see some of the Geek Show guys down there at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake, Dr. Volts. And of course, Cabin Fever. Hi, Dave. Serving the Wasatch Front for over 35 years. They want to take a second, say thank you for your continued support. Located in historic Trolley Square at the corner of 5th South and 7th East, it's Cabin Fever. So much more than a geek store this month. And Chef Daniel. Cantu's Catering. If you're having a, you know, groceries shipped to your home and you have to do all the work to make a meal, why not let Chef Daniel do it for you? Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy. Let's go to CantusCatering.com for more information. C-a-n-t-u-s Catering.com for more information. And of course, Dawn and Leah at Black Velvet Boutique, two ninety three South State Street in Clearfield. BlackVelvetBoutique.com is the website. They're open seven days a week. They're not a porn store or a novelty store. They're a sexual wellness resource for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex. They also have free sex education workshops as well. Black Velvet Boutique. All right, let's get to this episode. Shuffly Pete versus Avenue's Annie. <laughs> Please to enjoy. And welcome back to The
2: Basement.
0: Yeah, All right.
2: Third show. Oh, this is a third show. Nothing
0: but third show. It's the theme from third show. I won't remember it next week. (laughs) That's right. Hey, happy
3: Halloween. I hope this is a very spooky.
0: This this
2: episode's dropping when? The
1: 30th. This one is the 30th.
0: All right.
2: right.
3: Wait, wait, wait. All right, you boogers. Happy birthday,
4: cat.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
3: That's right. <laughs> Wherever you're at, Jenna. Hey, Guys, <laughs> this, this is a spooky episode. Only one of us is going to survive. Right? That's not true. <laughs> you don't oh, want to wish was that on yourself. First? Not me. I'm faster than all you motherfuckers.
2: Oh, uh, you know you and I That's raced just, and you did win, but it was only because I didn't deploy the fourth leg. <laughs> he's talking about he, his penis did, did you deploy the third, third leg you? that's, uh, that's like,
3: where's your third leg it's i'm sale. not talking
0: about physical power so i'm talking about narrative structure
3: oh okay. jesus christ i don't know i
2: yeah, i was gonna, <laughs> was, have, no, I was gonna challenge you to a hiking competition but i really don't want to look at your ass yeah that's <laughs> right i'm a naked hiker you are a naked hiker He's, he's going to deploy the fourth leg <laughs> deploy, deploy At the some fourth point leg. in this episode. It's actually an anchor. He's Lee George Cade. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hey, there's uh, two days left. Today is the 30th when you're listening to the show. Head on over to Kickstarter. Check out Grimley's Beastly Oddities, Volume 2. Uh, 32 pages of unique and cool and crazy monsters, creatures, uh, vampires, googly-eyed flowers, uh, maybe a skunk ape. Uh probably some <laughs> probably some Yetis because I like to draw Yetis.
0: Maybe a honey badger? Uh,
2: maybe a, maybe a like a, a vampiric honey badger. Yeah. Um then the dread Count Olaf and his adventures at the disco go go in nineteen sixty Paris. That'll probably be in there. Um and if we hit our five thousand dollar funding goal, which at this point I hope we're well past. I hope we're well past, uh, we'll be introducing uh some Geek Show characters uh to, to the Auvoir. So yeah, yeah. And Carrie, you're last. I wonder if So that that's the thing. If you want to saving see, the best for last. Well, I'm saving the first for last. The first hmm. for that. La- saving the, the first for last. Okay, so you're not first you're last. So We're going order of appearance. He, so if he's a squatch, yeah. and If Shannon's a werewolf, and werewolf, he's a bird, and, and he's a majestic bird person in the mountains. Okay. Yeah. You don't
3: know me, mountains. Yeah. To
2: mountains. Don't know what I
1: would be. What monster I?
2: I'm actually thinking of putting you on in the Planet of the Apes. But oh my god, you'd be the human that was a monster. Well, wearing
3: he puts on the fedora, and they're like.
0: He's like, oh. That's <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> like Carrie in front of the Statue of Liberty going, oh.
2: yeah, I just, I just, I, just thought, I just thought the lawgiver in a button-up shirt and a, and oh, a straw oh, hat would oh, be. Oh, 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 So. Oh, so yeah. but would it
4: be statue form? Yeah.
2: Oh, that's Absolutely. cool. And oh. all the apes standing around, you know. And
5: water just coming out of his, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nipples was he was motioning at. Was yeah, 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 I like his
2: Nipple, 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 right. nipple. Uh, and other than that, if you uh, if you head on to uh, the Fresh Vegan Foods website, you can see where all of our jerky is being sold today. All right. Because right. by this point, I think it's going to be a lot of places, a lot think, more than I could ooh. list on this show and give anybody else time.
0: Jimmy should be an otter. <laughs> Jimmy should
2: be an well. He's an otter when he's in his uh, his his cartoon movie critic. Oh, he thing. should be an otter. Yeah.
3: Jiminy, Stop looking at me. Oh no, you, no, we just make him
4: Jiminy
2: Junkets. Jiminy I mean, Junkets yeah, is an otter. That, 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 he is an otter. That's what I was saying in the last That's two right. episodes. Jiminy Junkets As long is an otter. the river
0: holding hands with Cat and talking mm-hmm. about movies.
2: Yeah. That's right. I just want to talk about movies with me. Yeah, Asking <laughs> Facebook questions. I'm going to bust some mollusks open and talk about the Morrison Wells. Jiminy Junkets. <laughs> oh, Jiminy Junkets. <laughs> All right.
4: <laughs>
1: He's not too sure about this Jiminy Junkets. He's Jimmy Martin. Hello.
4: Watch me on KSL. Big movie mouth off. If you can hear me on Arrow, Geek Show Me A and read me Uh Slug. Yeah. Uh, we're so far out, I have no idea what's going on, so I can't really say anything. I think you're going to see soon. Hopefully, hopefully, as we record, the, or when this comes out, maybe we've all seen Thor by then? Because
2: it comes out on
3: Friday. Oh, <laughs> I hope um, so. Yo, so, T-Hor is my dog. We'll
2: all see. I don't know about advanced screenings yet, but we'll... As, uh, as, as the... Token Dark uh, was it the second one, the Dark World? Yeah, yeah. I actually really liked that movie. I like it too. I, I liked, liked I it. With uh, it. I like Thar- it. I like Star Thor's. I like Star Thor's a lot. So I'm really excited about the third one.
3: So, Lee, oh. for trying to cut in line. What?
4: You can't come anymore. Oh, I, I, line. I already <laughs> went. What's the o- that's that's What's right. the
3: What's the over yeah. under on me getting kicked out of my seat? Oh, you're out. You're okay. out. Okay, You, got yeah, out. you yeah. actually yeah.
2: already got kicked out of your seat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just make
4: a choice. Are you coming
2: back from LA to do it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're like three, started you are going to call you a calling. Whoa. I know.
3: I know. It's expensive. It's
0: okay.
1: <laughs> he likes Star Thor's. He's Shannon Barneson.
0: I do, man. I do. And I'm great. Here we go.
5: <laughs> I'm all ears, Shannon. Yeah, let's do it, dude. Get man. that checked. I just
0: wanna say, first of all, the whole quarter screaming thing is going great. <laughs> this like is, this, real, is, this like, is where. Real, like,
2: this I read your Yelp reviews. They're great. Where, yeah. This is where Shannon stands well, on the corner. There's that one guy yeah. that said he's seen better corners and he's heard better screams. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he, like,
0: he uh, thumbs down any, everything. Yeah. Um, that was me. I just want to keep it up, you guys, thanks for Do all the support. Crickets? It's just been Fantastic, and um, I love the
3: YouTube video of you uh, screaming on the corner.
0: Yeah, yeah, and people started joining in, and screaming with me. So it's fantastic. Yeah. And you tried
3: to dig through the sidewalk it was really good. Yeah, right. Shuffly Pete, the Thirteenth South
2: Hobo, he's, <laughs> right, he's sure. actually been joining you. Well,
0: I mean, you, you, you can't.
3: Have you seen Fifth? Lab you
2: Jengen's? can't
0: understate the contributions of Shuffley Pete. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> like honestly,
2: yeah. No, when when he went to war with Avenues Annie, I thought that everything was done. Yeah, but, but it's
0: working out pretty good. Thank you for showing up on the corner of. State and Maine. No, it's not State and Maine.
2: Oh, it's 2nd, right.
0: South, and 3rd West. That's right. right. It's by the Booga de Bebo. By the Booga de Bebo. <laughs> uh, sometimes I'm directly addressing the, uh, the the head of the Pope that is on that one table. Yes. Uh, this is ridiculous.
5: <laughs> the head? But anyway, uh, really the funny.
0: other thing I do that you should come to <laughs> is... On the corner of... 3rd, South, 2nd, West? Is that where we yeah, are? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lucky Thirteen. Pub quiz.
3: Do you My Do you god, look.
0: Oh, I fucking scream like a motherfucker. Um, look, change your goddamn life. I Come hear, there. I hear you're great. Eight o'clock. I'm great. Uh, <laughs> Wednesdays. Fucking lucky 13. All right.
3: <laughs> you gotta stop screaming on them corners, man.
0: No, no, it's good for him. My voice hurts. Really? But like, I feel like. It's cathartic. I feel good inside.
2: Yeah, it's a release. He'll be fine. There's a fire department right nearby.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I like to go on Google Street View every once Girl in a while. I'll send your
0: ceramic Pope, <laughs> <laughs> Like that. It's stuff it's, like do that. you just
3: like reading news all, headlines? All the greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He makes them up. Okay. I like it.
1: He's, don't forget Shuffley Pete. He's concerned about Shannon's vocal cords. He's Jay Whitaker.
3: What's up, y'all? I am the incredibly vocal minority. I liked how you did that right there you didn't did it by accident but you did it, it i made it work for me <laughs> what's up my name is jay uh follow me on twitter at and snapchat and uh, instagram at it's jay whitaker uh check out uh the Frazier uh, fraser spinoff of, Ge- of geek yeah! show yeah the fraser spinoff of geek show uh no fraser was a better show Different yeah world, you know. okay well the different world, different world a different world uh the oh. incredibly vocal minority podcast the <laughs> ivm podcast uh check it out uh we still got T-shirts. We still got uh, booty shorts are next. And uh, check out me. Uh, this should be coming out by the time it happens. It's on VidAngel. If you guys haven't signed up for VidAngel, it is, uh, would you like to, you know, watch Game of Thrones with your four-year-old and have them not see violence? But you can also watch me on VidAngel uh, at more of my comedy special, Jay Whitaker, Safe for Work, titled by Carrie Jackson. That's the actual title.
0: All right. Safe for Work.
3: Safe for work. Jay Whitaker, safe for work on VidAngel. There it is. Bingo. All
0: right. <laughs> you okay,
3: Tony? What's,
1: I'm good. He's
0: good. He's
1: quad T, too tall, trill quick, Tony. He's the designated, designated driver and producer of the he show. He almost
0: rolled his eyes out of his head.
5: You guys just make just me feel so good. <laughs> Stop petting my beard, Jay. I wasn't petting it.
4: <laughs> he was fingering it.
5: Yeah.
3: Oh. I am not fuck the shit out of that beard. That's
5: why it felt so good. Um,. <laughs> I think I figured out if, if we were a cast of a horror movie, Yes. I think I figured out who I'd be. Who? I'd be the young, sarcastic, uh, big guy that dies early on, but you only think he dies, and he comes back at the very end and is like, I fought through all the zombies! We gotta go this way! No, you did. And I, and I would help save everyone. Well, there wouldn't be anybody left. No, you'd you'd all... Be yeah, you'd be dead. Fuck I guess there. I would just ride off into the sunset. Except for Carrie. He wouldn't on he top would come, of a zombie. On <laughs> top <laughs> of
2: zombies. Yeah. Carrie'd come I, I back probably, in the second movie and cheapen the
3: sacrifice from the first. <laughs> oh.
0: I'd probably be the one that got bit and then pretended I didn't get bit.
3: And then bit everybody. And then bit everybody. I, I think Lee would die by eating blueberries. That's not true. But at all. those would those would be good for you. Yeah. Okay, well poisonous well, ones. Oh. I I would die I wouldn't be the first to die, but I would die like It's gonna
4: be have you ever seen that. a horror film?
3: No, like, like we're, never, we're, you've never seen one. But we're better than that, and we do something different. I would die by the, the killer like, l- just jangling some keys. Yeah, some come down this keys. hall like, like in the
0: first fifteen minutes of the movie. I,
2: I feel like the zombie apocalypse is actually doing its damnedest to outlive me before it happens because I've been I've been trained my entire life for the zombie apocalypse. No, no, I saw you but fire.
0: The, I, th- I saw you fire off a fucking toenail. Yeah, I, so, <laughs> take that. But
2: but what what's happening now is that as I'm getting older and fatter. <laughs> the zombie apocalypse is is less likely survivable for me than it was like ten years ago, fifteen years ago in my prime. I, I could have saved all well, of your you. your what's his name
1: first season of Walking Dead.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? That
1: guy where uh, Punisher died. Punisher shoots him and John yeah. Baranthal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Punisher shoots him and leaves him to right. so the, so the zombie horde chasing him. Oh yeah, had, had something to do yeah. and, and yeah. he yeah. could get away.
2: Yeah, it's, it such it's a shithead a, in that show. Yeah. Well, uh, it's an absolute tragedy.
5: Check yeah. me out on Twitter. At Quad T Tony, <laughs> right. or uh, on the right here on the Geek Show, or on the Gadget Spot with Excitable James Woo! and Jaron and Owen talking about gadgets, games, and uh, uh, technology. Technology. That's, that's that's all I got. And, and now we got a host. Oh, yeah, who he's... who would be the only survivor in a
1: movie?
2: I don't know. I think you barricade your house pretty well. I. Aren't I the sheriff of the town? well it depends. Yeah, you're and telling I, the sheriff.
3: And, and, and the name of the show is He's the Sheriff.
1: He's the Sheriff and um, I would, and I would just stand around sheriff. and say, "You do have
2: you do have a problem though." What? Like well, if it comes down know. to survivable homes, right? My um, house, this is yeah. Yeah, my house, my house is a good 12 feet off the ground. I mean, yeah. all I really have to do is destroy my porch and I'm fortified. Yeah, this this is not you, you got you got sliding glass doors. I got too much uh, yeah, This yeah, is this is not zombie
1: proof yeah. at all.
3: So yeah. we can change that though. Yeah, we need to fix that. Can we just can we just make our own geek show movie? Sure. No, I mean like just where where it's James has got cameras? Yeah, I mean like where we yeah, The Monkeys we're, Made Head. I'm just saying like it's it, it we just do like what Broken Lizard does, but just better. No, oh, I don't no. know. They're, they're pretty good. They did yeah. Super
2: Troopers and yeah, right, I I, I I think beer fest. I mean, ninety minutes um, of nothing. Yeah,
1: I, I'm not. Kind of like our podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh Monday through Friday, six to ten. <laughs>
3: X96.com. All right. The world only exists. My bad. My bad for having life. faith in us. You know. As, as, you know. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, guys.
0: Really <laughs> down. Let's no, there's, now.
3: there's there's my n- bad. Nothing
0: wrong
2: a, with having a dream and having faith. Absolutely. I my
3: got bad got for just dream, believing we could. got a dream.
2: So, okay. I think no. I, James actually has some ideas for this kind of thing.
1: No, it's, so. it's,
3: it's, no, it's cool. I don't. I don't have faith anymore. I,
2: I thought it would be really funny to shoot a movie when we we're on our way to San Diego. I'd actually. Yeah, I, I came really close to putting together a script and seeing if we could just shoot it at stops, but uh, we realized the admiral only stops once. That's right. It was twice. Well,
4: technically three times.
3: I stopped for that tweet five. Uh, tweet It was, yeah. it was Wendy's. <laughs> it was
2: gas. It was Bevmo. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> we stopped. At, we stopped in Beaver St. Like, George in a can. And, in, a can. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> I just peed on Jeremiah. <laughs> he paid <laughs> you. You he, like was, a, <laughs> he was
2: sleeping the whole yeah, time.
3: Tweep tweep Batman body, his body hair just soaked it right up. Batman,
2: Batman forever. Oh uh, yeah, that's a classic. Kiss by the boat is that, is that the Val Kilmer one or the Cooney one? That's the, that's <laughs> the Val, by Val the Kilmer. The, Kilmer. One. That's the Jim Carrey Riddler one.
3: Jim Carrey okay. as Riddler. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones regular face as Two Face. Tommy Lee Jones as,
2: Lee Jones Jones as, uh, Lee Jones
1: okay. as Jack Nicholson. Okay. So Norm Macdonald has a podcast
0: Hey uh, hey, how's it going uh, Here's my podcast Um, I I uh, uh, I, uh, uh, interview
1: uh, I interview people He's in town right now as we record this Uh, I fucking love it. And I ask them questions Gay
5: I watched a, a you guys whole should go series. Watch, he's still funny. I watched a whole series of clips of him uh, talking about one of his sponsors on his podcast. I can't believe they pay him money to talk about their product. <laughs>
0: and, uh, let me just uh, tell you about
1: ridiculous. Uh, yeah, know,
0: they're pretty good, I guess. I don't know. So
1: you guys gotta watch him tonight. Come so he's with me. he's got uh, he's got Jim Carrey on his show, and Jim is a whole other mess, but. Right. He still got that big beard. No, oh. but he's
0: Jim He's lost his fucking mind. No, he's man. transcended <laughs> us people. Norma- <laughs> 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 lost his
1: fucking mind. But uh, he, Norm MacDonald says, uh, "Well, you, you, <laughs> you know. tell me about uh, uh, Batman and Robin." Uh, I heard that uh, Batman Forever or Batman Forever. Tommy Lee Jones didn't like you.
4: <laughs> There's a shocker.
0: Tommy Lee right. does Jones doesn't like anybody. He doesn't yeah. like anything. He so, me.
1: Well, here's here's the stories. <laughs> Here's the he likes
0: Melba toast. That's all he likes. Here's what
1: he said. Uh, so it was 1995, Batman Forever. Was not a pleasant experience that for Tommy. That was 22 Lee. years ago? Yeah. Not a pleasant experience for yep. Tommy Lee Jones. And he let Jim Carrey know. Uh, Jim Carrey says, uh, I was the star and that was the problem. He's a phenomenal actor, though. I still love him. The situation came to a head in the middle of production before the two had their biggest scene together. <laughs> Carrey rant just... Happened to randomly pop into the into a restaurant that Jones was having dinner at. So Jones is sitting over there quietly having so dinner
0: off the set.
2: Off the set, he's just chewing on that single hamburger yeah. patty just on eat lettuce that with a bowl cottage. of melba toast. Whatever it is, no, I know what he is eating. He had this iceberg lettuce, one hamburger patty, a scoop of cottage cheese,
0: and melba
3: <laughs> toast. Yeah. Probably what's melba toast?
1: Maitre d says uh, says, "Oh, I hear you're working with Tommy Lee Jones. He's over in the corner having dinner." And I went over, and I, this was Jim Carrey talking. So I went over and says, uh, hey, Tommy, how you doing? And the blood drained from his face. <laughs> and he got up shaking. What? He must have been in mid-kill-me fantasy or something like that. And he went to hug me, and he said, I hate you. I really don't like you. And I said, what's the problem? And I pulled up a chair, which probably wasn't smart. <laughs> That's and who you want to sit with. You pulled it up AC Slater style, yeah. like stay by the bell. Oh, God. And Tommy Lee Jones looked at him and said, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I cannot sanction I what? Cannot your sanction buffoonery. your buffoonery. You know,
2: those words right there bring back, I think Tommy Lee Jones was my fifth grade teacher. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but Carrie uh, thinks that he he was uncomfortable doing that role because it's not the kind of stuff that he usually does. Yeah. So he, he says, I, I don't, I don't think he really hated me. I just think that he hated the situation. Yeah. He
0: had to pretend to be somebody that wasn't Tommy Lee Jones. He was mad yep.
1: at, he was mad at the dirt.
2: Can't be a drill sergeant.
1: <laughs> can't, be, yeah. can't be an he can't asshole. Be Tommy Lee Jones. Can't He's top, characters. And, and yeah. he
0: always plays and Tommy they, Lee they Jones. they
2: literally directed him to, to ape Jack Nicholson's performance from the first Burton Batman. Mm. And, yeah, just a terrible movie. Isn't anyway. he
4: hanging from a helicopter just like Jack Nicholson was in the first one, <laughs>
2: like in the yeah. opening
4: scene? I,
3: I still liked Batman Forever. I'm sorry, you were a young man. I was a young
2: man. It was okay for it because you know it's we, okay. You apologize. The more the more we research, <laughs> I will not. No,
3: I will not apologize. I
2: think I just heard it. I'm sorry. The more <laughs> let me Research the re- re- <laughs> the, <laughs> uh, the Schumacher <laughs> Batman movies. The more I realize he was just paying his crazy ass homage to the '66 series. Well, just because you know oh, what he was doing doesn't make it good. That's I'm not saying it was good. Me. But no, it, it's, it's, it's when it was watching the um, Mr. Freeze episodes of the 66 series and realizing, oh, that's why they cast Arnold. And nothing to do with of oh, Arnold it was, in the Batman movie. It
1: was a total homage.
2: Yeah. Total homage. Did he have an Austrian accent in 66? The, the guy playing... Uh, like a German accent? We had like three that? different actors play Freeze, didn't Freeze, we? Freeze was only in the two episodes. That I know of. Oh, I know which which least made it really weird because there was three actors. Then there were at least two actors <laughs> that played him. Yeah, it was the one. The one I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now, but he was like a, a just a phenomenal uh, German filmmaker who Otto Preminger. Otto Preminger, and Preminger sounds like Arnold in oh. yes. in Batman. And Robin. I'm glad
0: to put you in the cooler. Yes, yeah, one part, yeah it's like,
2: chill out. I'm I'm going to freeze her. To 150 degrees below zero, so she loves me. What <laughs> killed all the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> yeah, see, so he didn't have he didn't have quite the inflection, but he definitely <laughs> had the cadence. That's cool,
3: though. I never huh. realized that we
1: showed that on movie night, didn't
3: I we? D- I really like the soundtrack of Batman Forever. Seal, Bone Thugs, R. Kelly had a hit on that. That's that was a kind of like
0: that like stupid emo band that everybody loves. Uh, uh, Grinchy Pumpkins? No, it's. You want to blow your boss's head off? Oh, never mind. oh
4: you, I know what you're talking about uh, Flaming
2: Lips.
0: Flaming Lips were yeah. on that thing. They yeah. were. Yeah.
2: yeah, there is nothing. I mean, the soundtrack was pretty dope. Nothing wrong with Flaming. No, lips. I listen, no, I listened not to at all. it. Cheers to you. I uh, just don't remember I was doing
0: I, when I was telling you guys. It's, it's yeah. in the scene
4: when they show Edward Nygma in his in his lab.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. oh yeah. Oh, okay, just, that song.
1: I don't remember that. Okay. Yeah. Ah uh, well, speaking of uh, the Halloween and the horror
0: movies, spooky. Um, you should oh, be everybody hunker down in your, in your cubicles because we're about
1: to get spooky. Uh, okay, you should go. be watching uh, the Sci-Fi Channel's uh, Channel Zero. Uh, oh, the sp- no end house.
2: The sp- the, the uh, creepypasta people. Yeah. yeah. You should be watching that. That's mm. good and scary. Just a little tip. So when did sci fi start making good shows again? They've started, haven't yeah. they? About two years ago. Like, they started calling yeah, call themselves with with The Expanse, right? Yeah, The Expanse. Oh, Expanse the Expanse, uh, uh, toys, is dark, dark, matter. dark Matter. Yeah. Like, oh, the Expanse
0: you be, is you fucking they only amazing. Watched yeah. that fucking stupid shark t- tornado shit? I Let's think make it, some other stuff.
2: I think it started with Lost Girl. Which only had one good season. Sharknado made them a fuck ton of money, though. <clears throat> it's
0: true, and well, it continues. Well, here's the thing: if they're if they're I've smart, they, T-shirt.
2: They know to embrace both
5: kinds of TV. You know? yeah. yeah, you can do both on the same channel. Just be clear about
2: what someone's about to watch. Well, I yeah, know, like, I
0: know, but wrestling doesn't belong on that fucking station No, no.
2: Not at all. But I know, like Killjoy's, really? Killjoy's Dark Matter, oh, wow. and uh, The Expanse. The Expanse, I'm not sure about, but I know that like, Killjoy's and Dark Matter. Those were Canadian shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was easy for them just to say we're going to do it here in the states. And, just... and Dark Matter was canceled. Yeah, uh, they, a show. they did. Uh, what's
5: that one? Contin- Continuum was also really good on yes. Sci-Fi. And also Canadian. Show. Also Canadian.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, a new horror anthology film, five genre directors. Uh-huh. Joe Dante. Oh. Mick Garris. The Stand. Alejandro Bruges.
2: Juan of the Dead. I liked one of the dead a lot.
1: <laughs> and Raihui Kitamara,
2: the host, the ring uh,
1: versus and the Midnight Meat Train. Wow. Oh. Midnight Meat oh, Train! God. Yeah, uh, they uh. are joining forces for a horror anthology film called Nightmare Cinema. Now, this all sounds great, right?
2: Yeah, Mickey Rourke stars. <laughs> what? As the Midnight Meat My Train? My bird.
1: No, he is. <laughs> he That's is the best. He's. He's the guy who is going to frame the stories. Oh, what? Also, he's the crypt so keeper. So he's like the crypt keeper. He's so bird, like every time his fucking creeper. fucked up face shows yeah. up, we go, ah! "He's not going to need much makeup." He is the mysterious character who operates the eerie theater's projector. <laughs> I was well, in Harley any, Davidson, the marble Man. Any
2: 68-year-old projectionist is something to worry about. <laughs> a
1: series of down-on-their-luck individuals enter the decrepit and spine-chilling Rialto Theater, only to have their deepest and darkest fears brought to life on the screen by the projectionist.
0: <laughs> yeah. like, one time I fucked Kim Basinger in front of a fridge. Is it, it
3: Basinger or Basinger? Vicky Bale. It's Basinger.
0: Vicky Vale. Uh, kill I <laughs> ain't afraid of getting. You fused her with a douche. Amos.
1: I you ain't afraid of having squirrels in your butt. <laughs> uh, by the that time sounds like Bobcat Goldthwaite, <laughs> uh, the the mysterious figure holds the nightmarish futures of all who <laughs> attend his screenings. But by the time the patrons realize the truth, escape is no longer an option. So it's original tales from the Crypt. Yeah. yeah. Um. I like. And the there tales you go. The now, it, Mickey Rourke was just recently, and was brilliant. In an episode of, I think it's HBO. I can't remember uh, Andrew Dice Clay's series called Dice. Oh yeah, yeah. Which he plays himself. That's, James Woods plays himself. And and too. he's and he's down on his luck in Vegas, and he's trying to get gigs, and he's failing miserably because he's an asshole. Yeah. Mickey Rourke shows up out of nowhere. Dice. You remember back in the Roxy thirty years ago. You and me, we had a nice talk. You remember that talk? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't remember. We made a pact, you and I. We made a pact that we weren't going to get old. That we were going to kill ourselves together. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> shit. <laughs> what? Now, the reason this worked so well is because you fucking believed that Mickey Rourke was serious. Yeah. He was not acting. You know, if Mickey Rourke showed up and said, we're going to kill ourselves together, you'd believe it. Right. (laughs) You would
3: fucking believe it. Uh, That's what I call expendable.
1: Anyway, uh, I, you, I see uh, what you did there. No, you was, said a name in there that, that was terrible. I every was, time
4: I hear it mentioned, it always it. just bums me out a little bit. <laughs> What's it? It's Joe Dante.
1: Joe Dante, Gremlins, interspace First of all, Gremlins doesn't hold up. Sorry, guys. Yep.
4: Uh, the disagree. other thing, I still love that fucking movie. I, I like it, but you watch it, like it really doesn't. Yeah, I, but,
2: feel, I feel the same way about Goonies. So, but uh, you shut your mouth. One of the
4: first years I ever went to San Diego Comic Con, <laughs> Joe Dante was there with the film. I don't even think it ever came out, or maybe it did straight to video or something. It's called The Hole. And it was like something like. I think, like, in an, like, these kids find something in an attic and shit. Holes? Were they digging oh, it's holes? Called the hole. Oh. And uh, I'll never forget, not everything goes great in Hall H like that. And so they showed the trailer and, like, you know, like that. And right when it ended, fucking crickets so- like that. And you could see him turn around like this. Almost would be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 you could just tell he's like, I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad for him, but oh well.
1: <laughs> he hasn't made a good
4: movie in a while.
1: Man. That is too bad. Alright, uh, listen, we'll, uh, we'll take a break and, and, and uh, we're going to come back and I'm going to read a Superman comic to you.
3: Ooh, What? Superman's got a comic? Superman's. I'm going
1: to read a Superman comic to you. Coming up after these. After, after these messages, we'll be right back. Talking about sex can be uncomfortable. And you know it shouldn't have to be. At Black Velvet Boutique, they believe there's no shame in sex or wanting to be educated about sex. Black Velvet Boutique is an all-inclusive, judgment-free shopping environment. They emphasize positive relationships between partners and with oneself. Black Velvet Boutique, they're located on 293 South State Street in Clearfield, Utah. You can go to blackvelvetboutique.com or give them a call, 801-525-1583. They're open seven days a week. They are locally owned and operated, staffed by some really cool, fun, compassionate, and caring women, Dawn and Leah. Very supportive, very passionate about making sure that uh, their customers have a positive experience you're free to shop anonymously or engage with any of the black velvet boutique staff they're interested in building honest dialogue and relationships with their customers and helping people make informed choices black velvet boutique is it's not a porn store or a novelty store it's for grown-ups who enjoy or want to enjoy sex black velvet boutique huge advocates of self-care which is about understanding your body and sexual needs and desires Visit them at their store, 293 South State Street in Clearfield, or call them. Ask them about their free workshops, Black Velvet Boutique. Thank you for being a friend. Cabin Fever, serving the Wasatch Front for over 35 years, they want to say thank you for your continued support. Located in historic Trolley Square at the corner of 5th South and 7th East, Cabin Fever is so much more than a geek store. November is also a great month to send someone a quick surprise note to say thank you for their support, love, and kindness. Located in the heart of Trolley Square at the corner of 500 South, 700 East, Cabin Fever is so much more than a Thanksgiving card store. Cabin Fever has a great idea this month. Let's all pitch in and make it a thank you month. Thank you for being a fellow geek. Thank you for all the laughs. Cabin Fever has an array of ways to say thank you during this month, from hilarious blank cards sincere and heartfelt thank yous to thanksgiving specific cards meant to thank the person who makes all the great holiday food by the way cabin fever thanks you fellow meeks geeks and freaks you make their days pleasant and you're so gosh darn likable cabin fever is located in the heart of trolley square at the corner of 500 south 700 east make sure to tell them geek show says hey cabin fever so much more than a thanksgiving card store
5: Hi, I'm JD. I'm Peterson. This is Spencer. And we're the 3-Bit Gamer Show, where we fight about video games. No, we don't. Yeah, we really do. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and follow us on Facebook at 3-Bit Gamer Show. Pants are optional.
1: Broken news. Welcome to it. What's it's, up? <laughs> the, the episode is named, and I don't remember this. Shuffly Pete versus Avenue Zanny.
3: That sounds like some shit that Lee made. It, yeah. That's not, that sounds. That sounds like a Lee title. Like there's certain titles where I'm like, yeah. Okay, that's a Jimmy one. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a Shannon one. That's a Tony one. That's a rare Tony one. Mm-hmm. But that that's definitely. A that's Lee gotta one. be. I I don't unless unless I just came through with the you know I went into a zone and just. <laughs> Came up with you may know. you may have been channeling Lee. I don't even know a Pete. <laughs> like I don't know anybody named Pete. <laughs> I've never like the only thing <laughs> I, I
1: knew. Uh, there was a preacher up in Ogden named Pete, and that's the only other Pete I know,
3: right? No, Sampras, Pete Sampras. You know, him? Yeah. tennis player, tennis player.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. anyway, legend. Uh, Jay Whitaker joining me for Broken News, of course, Heck and um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about thor ragnarok for a minute and then we, then i got some news here but but you and i and and all the rest of the the guys we got to we got to a, uh, a don't you know who i am screening of thor ragnarok
3: they do not know who i am <laughs> But I got to sit in my own fucking seat. Nobody took it from me. Nobody took my own seat from me. Y'all don't understand. So many people have tried. To, uh, it's like a running gag. It's a running racist gag.
1: Well, is this is the media section, sir. Are you, are you are you. You're sitting in the media section, yeah, sir. It's all good. Anyway, no. <laughs> so uh, Thor Ragnarok. Man, how fucking good was that?
3: I fucking loved it. I start to finish.
1: My favorite thing
3: uh,
1: was before I went. I went on Twitter, and I saw uh, somebody was complaining about funny superhero movies. Yeah. You know, Geek Twitter was was out. And they were like, oh, we need need more the Civil War and Winter Soldier and not funny ones. And the director of Thor Ragnarok saw this and and replied, yeah, the world outside is so funny right now. We need some. Yeah, we need something sad and depressing to even us
3: out, don't we? Do you really want to you see know? a political movie that's in space <laughs> and in other realms? <laughs> like any time a movie is going to, like the setting is in space and "quote unquote" other realms. Well, that's that's your uh, Star Wars prequels. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh, like what? No, I mean it's just that they're they're complaining that the they want that their superhero movies to be serious, and I'm like, yeah, we we've, we've done that, we've seen that. Let's let's try something completely different, and yeah. that's what this is.
3: It's this so is some, this
1: is something that I mean, you have not, You haven't seen it. Uh, I read an interview with the director, and and he said around Comic Con, I said that the movie was a comfortable 100 minutes at that time; it was mm. short, and everybody responded so well to the jokes that we went back and we put the jokes back in and that's why the movie is like 2 hours 20 minutes now. You stay till the end of course because it's a Marvel movie and you yes. get those clips. Um, but uh, it, it, it that was Jimmy's one complaint it felt a little long. That was Jimmy's one complaint. Mm-hmm. But other than that I had no complaints about I had this none. movie. I had none I had, whatsoever.
3: I could see I can see why he would say that. Yeah cuz I know Jimmy and it's a, it's not it's not a bad thing, it's no. not a good thing. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, like I could see why it's so Well, it's that. just how,
1: you know, he's he's right. a film critic, filmmaker. Yeah. That's that's how his mind works. Yeah, so. and I like
3: I have I'm like, okay, that's mm-hmm. fine, but yeah, Gary, I'm with you. I have I have zero complaints. I have, I have zero like zero zero. I I I I could let me
1: search for one. Okay.
3: Oh yeah, I did okay, I did have one thing, but I immediately was corrected. Like they're like, you're really complaining about that? Yeah. Minor
1: complaint. Ready? What? Minor complaint. What? And this is, we got to be careful not to spoil shit mm-hmm. because as, as we record this, it doesn't open for another seven days. Um, it's, there are some major characters uh, die and we don't get Yes. a proper farewell. Yes. Okay, so there's, there's.
3: That, that was a slight... And you know, yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um,
1: we don't get our proper farewells with these characters. So, if I'm gonna if I if I need to find a complaint,
3: that's what I would complain about. It would be there. That. Especially but, especially two characters in mm-hmm, particular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, okay.
1: I mean because make no mistake, and again, I'm I'm doing my best not to spoil anything, mm-hmm. but the the film that you think you see in the trailers, oh yeah. it's not you think you know what is going to happen in the movie because of you the don't. trailers, but you don't. You don't like it, it's. It, I mean, there are major stakes that happen here. It's you know? funny.
3: It's, it's funny because I'm like I'm getting all the uh, questions because I posted that I saw it and I talk about it on the show mm-hmm. and in my and my podcast as well. Yes, yes, yes. The incredibly vocal minority podcast. <laughs> Listen to it right after Geek Show. All right. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> No, but uh, like everyone's just asking like, is it just, is, does it look like, is it pretty much the trailer? I was like, no. I mean, that shit is worlds away from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it's there, but it's mm-hmm. just like, there's, yeah, like you said, there's some major fucking stakes. No, I mean,
1: the, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe completely shifts Yes, because of the events that happen in this movie. I mean, Ragnarok means the end of everything. Mm-hmm. And yes, I would say that's definitely.
3: Which is which is insane you know, because if that was supposed to be the end of everything I laughed my entire and way through it you
1: will exactly
3: like <laughs> laughed my entire <laughs> way through this fucking movie because it is absurd yeah there's moments where like they took they took I won't spoil it but they took one of all right I'm trying to do my best not to spoil but okay if you if you if you have some background on Thor Ragnarok and know the kind of where they're going Obviously, the big guy shows up. Yeah, well, it's in the trailer. Yeah, that's okay. So if you if you know why the big if you know why Thor is facing the big green guy, Mm -hmm. I don't know his name. What's his name? Uh, It's uh, it's H something. uh, Bulk. uh, Ike. I don't remember. Yeah, Ike. Pete. I think it's Pete. Pete. Yeah. uh, Big green Pete. Yeah. Thor gets to fight. (laughs) He gets to fight, uh, but. And you think that's the trailer, but there's one character in particular if you're familiar with that whole kind of storyline. Oh, yes, yes. That they completely changed Yeah. His entire demeanor, character, exactly. look, everything. And I was like, I'm here for this. And it works. It worked perfectly. Mm-hmm. It was no, it was that was my favorite. Yeah. It was like I was like, oh my god, that that's genius. Mm-hmm. And
1: we'll talk about that in the coming mm-hmm. weeks. We'll talk about those characters in the coming weeks. But they're just wonderful surprises there yeah that, I, that was just,
3: that was my favorite that you know, was my favorite surprise mm-hmm.
1: it yeah. just it you know from the beginning it just it sets you on this wonderful path mm-hmm. and it, it, it my one sentence review when they asked me on the way out I said this is this is the movie that America needs right now yeah. this is the movie that the world needs right now
3: because you know because you' because you it's off world we
1: yeah we need some laughs we don't need any you know reminders of real life yeah it's there for you it makes you smile for two hours and 20 minutes and then you can go home yeah you know it's 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 just that good and it is so far if i read this correctly so far the most well-reviewed marvel
3: movie i agree i like i don't see i'm looking at um because i wanted there's some members of the cast that i wanted to take a look at but because there was one in particular who i was Curious who it was.
1: Oh, like, well, and I'm telling you right now, uh, Valkyrie is going to be your new favorite.
3: Yeah, Marvel superhero. Lady. Oh, and ladies, uh, the cosplay is out. The is oh. off the fucking like if, mm-hmm. if for cosplayers, this is your fucking movie. Oh yeah, like not even just women, but I mean just like in general. Yeah, for, for, as a from a cosplay, I was like looking at There's the costume so much. design. Like that's what I really. I was talking about this um, on on my podcast, but that it was just that Marvel. Is really go is really pushing the envelope, and I think it's, it's it's almost like if they don't get costume, I I, I'm not a film critic, mm-hmm. but I just feel like Marvel is like a couple movies away from an Oscar nod for they should be because I think with Black Panther coming out, oh, the costume Jesus. design in there, oh Th- that looks the, amazing, yeah it looks amazing, and then Thor, I was just like. This shit is just unparalleled. And
1: if, and if they don't win, then there's some kind of there's something going on. Yeah, because like
3: know. the costume design in, in 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 Thor Ragnarok, and then especially uh, Black Panther, just from what I've seen from mm-hmm. the trailer, I'm like, there's got to be something. Like the Academy needs to do something.
1: And did you did you hear the theater get excited when that Black Panther trailer?
3: Oh fuck yeah! You know? I, yeah, I mean, once once I heard everyone through <laughs> after my screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, it was just—it's
1: just awesome. Uh, but uh, Thor Ragnarok—it's uh, every, everybody on Geek Show, I think, uh, loved it. I don't know if there was any—I didn't get a chance to talk to a lot of you afterward, but I haven't heard subsequently about any complaints. Yeah. So uh, go and enjoy it. Turn your brain off and let it happen to you. Yep. Let
3: the movie happen yeah. to you. Yeah, and the soundtrack—good
1: soundtrack. Good. I, you know, it's—it's it's the perfect use of that Led Zeppelin song. It's yes. just absolutely. All right, uh, broken news. Let's begin. Got to raise a glass to uh, a guy who has deeply affected your life, Pete. Not Pete. Oh, damn it! Um, Pete. But you don't know his name. John Mallow is his name. Okay. Speaking of costume design, he's the prolific costume designer who won an Oscar, uh, one of an eventual two that he would earn over the course of his career for work on Star Wars. 86 years old. Uh, He was working with notes from George Lucas and that concept art that you see from Ralph McQuarrie. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: He's the guy who made your Stormtrooper costume. He's the guy who made your Darth Vader costume. He's the guy who who designed the look of the Imperial uniform with notes from Lucas to say, make it look fascist. And uh, he's the guy who made that stuff. He's also the guy responsible partially for Lando Calrissian's cape. Okay, because
3: like you, I was wait, I was like, come on. Like I mean, Vader's got a b- lot of buttons on the front. No, well,
1: I mean, I mean, think about how iconic these these mm. costumes are. You know, but, but non-tactical. But From a, well, the, yeah. I'm sorry, the stormtroopers. This is the worst tactical uniform I've ever seen. Like I'm just like I fuck. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He also served as Ridley Scott's designer on Alien. Really? And uh, Ridley Scott said, "Here's what I'm after." Space is just another shitty job. Make it look that way, and he and he did so. He did the uniforms and the and all of the costumes there. I like that. Um, I like that. Thought. He so he's the one responsible for that look. Um, he also uh, won an Oscar for work on Gandhi. Uh, he worked on uh, Chaplin, Greystoke, Three Musketeers. Uh, he just, he, he just did a lot of did things. a lot of shit, wow. and uh, so he he has affected your life. You just didn't know his name. So rest, rest in peace. peace, John Mallow yeah. Uh, everyone's talking about uh, Taika wa- I mean, I'm going to learn how
3: to say his name Taika Watiti Taika Taika Watiti Taika Watiti I'm, I'm just guessing you just say it with confidence Kerry Jackson
1: that's the way it's spelled say it
3: with, say it with, say with your Waititi. chest
1: everyone's talking about him uh, and uh, since they have been talking about him uh, of course there's talk that he, he's looking into possibly doing a live action Akira film but he said he will not base it on the, on the existing film he's going back to the source material for oh. another story um also, what we do in the shadows keeps getting brought up,
3: and that's such a great film.
1: And he's in that, yeah, uh, and was very involved in that. But th- they were talking to him about this thing. If you haven't seen it, it's it's a it's a mockumentary, is I guess what they call them about mm-hmm. vampires. And uh, he says that uh, we're trying to develop a U.S. version of what we do in the shadows. Don't, don't. But, but he's involved in it. <sighs> I mean, and now think about it, because Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant were involved in The Office, yes, American version, and a, the first years of that were great. That's about it. You know? So, I, that's what they're working just on. Just
3: name, name anything else other than The Office.
1: Uh, Power Rangers.
3: Okay. American Idol. Whatever. <laughs> I don't even... You know what? I... I <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I'm trying to think of British, fair enough British stuff that
1: made it over here. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, Shannon's going to be so happy. Preacher's been renewed for a third season. He's just I got. I'm going to call him right after we're I, done. I I,
3: <laughs> I feel bad, you know, because that's like his shit. I know, and it's just like it's it's to me. It would be like if if you know, Luke Cage just just didn't execute it the way I wanted it.
1: I get that. Spoiler
3: alert! It, it kind of didn't. But
1: but but, <laughs> <laughs> but but like like I keep reminding you, that original material still exists. Yeah. You still have it. You still love it. You cherish it. You pull it out. You make love to it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. It's still there. This is yeah. It's close, but it's not the source material. Which, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm enjoying it. But so we'll call Shannon right away as soon as we get done here and let him know. <laughs> Third season, buddy. fuck Uh, and uh, Star Trek Discovery has been renewed for season two as well Uh, they're they're calling it a victory
3: I would call it a victory for people that can use the app correctly yeah because I'm sorry I I like the show Mm -hmm. I enjoy the show but I don't it's hard to access. I'm. Uh, I have too many accounts. That's the you know. Thing. That, that's like honestly. That's like, what people are running into. Yeah. This. I'm just like fuck, man. I got to sign up for some other bullshit for the nine ninety nine, seven ninety nine. I'm, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of tired of it.
1: Well, here, uh, I'm willing to pay because I am really digging the show. Yeah. Uh, I'm using it through my Xbox, and that's pretty easy. Because you just you open it up like a game, and there it is. Yeah. And then the first thing that comes up is Star Trek Discovery. You just click right on it, and there you go. Uh, just uh, pick the time of day that you watch it, because if you uh, if you watch it when everyone else is on the internet, I found uh, that's when you have
3: trouble. But everyone's always on the internet. I know,
1: I know. Uh, but I did do the breakdown. Speaking of the whole, you know, paying for it uh, yeah. for, for for every month, um, the. Uh, it's it's a this is a 15 episode season 1 order. Okay, that's what they've got.
3: I love it already.
1: Uh, the first half concludes November 12th. So watch them up to November 12th then shut it off. And then start it back up again in January. And I'll have a date for you. If you keep listening to Geek Show, we'll we'll, we'll find the the date for you so you can turn it back on. You will keep so, listening. To Geek so so for, you know, a good couple of months there at least, you'll be able to shut it off and then bring it back on. Then watch it and then shut it off again because season two won't return until like the early side of 2019. So mm. save a little money.
3: Save a little money. You
1: can still watch your your Star Trek. Everybody seems to be digging the Star Trek. It's
3: a fucking good show. I just wish it was easier to watch. That's yeah. like I, that's that's just my mm-hmm. whole thing.
1: And the uh, the complaint that I get about the Star Trek is the is they're not quite sure about this whole Klingon situation. To which I say wait and see where they're taking it yeah. just wait and see where they're taking it they're not going to say on the first episode here's what you know it's yeah you're gonna have to wait for those 15 episodes to play I, out i feel
3: like yeah everyone's just so fucking anxious i know to, right? to get to the shit it's just, it just like see where it goes yeah. that's why I've, the magic yeah the magician has a routine
1: yeah. and he's got to get through the routine to get to the, the final, prestige the prestige this, the final yeah. reveal so let Let the routine go. Just let it happen.
3: I mean, like, I got, that's how I got, uh, I got sucked into the gifted. Mm hmm. Which is fucking good. It's great. It's fucking good. It's like, uh, I was just like, all right, well, mutants. Cool. Like, let's do it again. Mm hmm. You know? But they found a way. Yeah, and they found a Yeah, and it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not fun. It's, it's kind of dark. Yeah. And I kind of like that, uh, Fox is, Fox and Marvel are getting kind of dark with all the mutant shit because I th- you know what I think? I think um, I used to hate the, the, the Marvel and Fox split that Fox mm-hmm. got the X-Men yeah. and then Marvel got the Avengers and now I genuinely appreciate it mm. because of the fact that it really gives us time to really develop all this whole X-Men universe and it's exactly. and it can be and it could be Marvel's like mm-hmm. DC where it's just dark and fucking gritty or And it,
1: and a TV series is where Vertigo, you is, is where you can take the time to develop those characters in a, in a in a 2 hour movie I wouldn't know as much about uh, Polaris as I do now. Yeah. You know, exactly. Uh, be, she would just be another one of the characters in the group. Yeah. Where uh, with this show, The Gifted, I know more about her.
3: Right. And, they, it, yeah.
1: you know, they haven't revealed that she's the son of, or, or the daughter of Magneto yet. They right. haven't. But they'll get there. You know. get, they'll get there. I know and, they'll get
3: there. And they're just, and and it's setting it up for this new Mutants trailer, which looks mm-hmm. scary as shit. Yeah. So I kind of like it because yeah. with uh, with the Avengers and everything, it's fun, it's lighthearted, it's kind of mm-hmm. family friendly, yeah. and you just go and enjoy it. It's a popcorn flick.
1: So, so to the guy who was bitching about you know wanting serious superhero movies you're getting them yeah. okay you're going to get them yeah. just sit down shut up you're fine uh let's see uh, speaking of dc and movies the Shazam movie we I have- I saw that casting we have our captain marvel for Shazam Zachary Levi I'm okay with this who to me uh, I he wasn't even in my thought about that part yes but now that you mention it because if the if the, if the conceit of captain marvel is is that Billy Batson is a boy,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and he turns into Captain Marvel. it It leads us to believe that Captain Marvel would have the mind of a young boy. You'd want a comedic actor, exactly. In. So it makes sense. It makes
3: sense. My boys just got to you know pack on fifty pounds. Well,
1: and that's that's what he says in here. He's he's hum he's, he's honored and greatly humbled to be a part of the DC universe by bringing the original Captain Marvel to life. I am beside myself with gratitude, not only for this opportunity, but also the incredible outpouring of love and support from so many of you out there in the world. Now, if you'll excuse me, I will be in the gym for the rest of forever. <laughs> so, yeah. That's uh, awesome.
3: I mean, that's... Interesting I think choice, it, though. I, it is an interesting choice, but I'm I'm okay with it. Yeah. Like, I, I, I love the guy, and he's he, he is funny, and like you said, it's a mind of a...
1: If, if, you need a
3: comedic actor. You for need that. a
1: comedic actor to portray. My,
3: my man just better put on at least fifty pounds.
1: Yeah, he's got to.
3: Chicken breast forever. Say hello to your new life. Exactly, Hugh Jackman Jr.
1: <laughs> uh, David F. Sandberg is directing for a New Line, the studio. Uh, very, they're very pleased with Sandberg. He's the he's the guy who he did Lights Out, Annabelle Creation, uh, the Conjuring universe. He's responsible for all of those horror movies that are just doing so well. Uh, so they're they 're turning it over to him, and uh, it 's interesting because i 'm looking at the list of the other actors that they were looking at and there there 's not a Zachary Levi among them <laughs> they 're all like big dudes you know mm-hmm. so interesting choice i i yeah, I, who, but, I commend
3: them all right well who el- okay not that I, not that I disagree with the casting i I yeah. like the casting, but okay. who else would you uh consider or agree uh, like that could play
1: I think that the rock could have pulled it off.
3: Yeah, but, but, he's, he's, but
1: he's focused on Black, Black Adam. Adam. He, he's all about that. Well, I'm looking at the list. They looked at John Cena. Just doesn't have the chops to do it.
3: Yeah, he doesn't have the chops. He has the look. He has the look, but no, he
1: doesn't have the chops. Um, they looked at uh, Derek Thieler from, okay. from Baby Daddy. Yeah, yeah. Zane Holtz from uh, Dusk Till Dawn the series, who's who's good, but again, someone who I wouldn't have even thought of. Uh, Billy Magnuson, Jake Dorman from Limitless. Um, so yeah, that's who they were looking at. All these
3: buff guys, but...
1: Yeah. So there you go. And mm-hmm. finally this, um, and I hope that this happens. Speaking of the other Captain Marvel. <laughs> the, the girl one. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, so looking forward to this movie, because they're talking to Ben Mendelsohn to play the villain. They haven't said who the villain is in the Captain Marvel movie yet, but this is, uh, this is Krennic from Rogue One. Mm. He always plays a great bad guy and And you know, there are some guys who maybe that's their lot in life, but God damn, he does it great. yeah, so I hope that they are able to he get was this down. Good. he
3: was good in He
1: is good. I hated boy. him in that movie. There's a TV series called I think Bloodlines that I watched and he was in it, and he was so fucking good. he's he's a British actor, but he played this southern redneck that just brilliantly. you just you you hated him, but then at times you went, no, no, he's right, but you hated him. Uh, oh, like Frank Gallagher and Shameless, yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, but uh, he was brilliant. Uh, so they're talking to him now that we do know because Kevin Feige
0: mm-hmm.
1: said that the movie's villains will be the Skrulls. So I hope that he's playing a, a, a Skrull. I think that would be fun.
3: <laughs> wait a minute. Okay. Wait. 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 Time out. Time out. Time uh-oh, out. Uh-oh. Just no, okay. because I I I got questions. All right. So if we got the Skrull, I thought the Skrulls were owned by Fox.
1: I thought the Skrulls were... Is it just Super Skrull? No. I, I don't know how they worked it out. I thought that because the Skrulls appeared in the Fantastic Four comic first,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that that would mean that they would be owned by Fantastic yeah.
3: Four, which is there are other Marvel sk- Studios. There are other Skrulls that are like mm-hmm. Avenger-like Skrulls.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know how they worked that out, but Kevin Feige said Skrulls are the villains. Oh, yeah.
3: What did they trade? I, I I get ner- you wonder. You I wonder. get nervous because I know it's like who the fuck did they give up?
1: Because they they do that trade thing. I mean that's how they got Ego the Living Planet, you know. Yeah. And and Deadpool was able to get something from them. Be- oh yeah, they wanted Negasonic Teenage Warhead.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Um, and uh, they said we want that, and they said, well, we want Ego the Living Planet. Okay, well let's trade. I just and that's how the shit goes down. Sometimes, to me, to me,
3: Deadpool's know? the only one that should be. The only one okay. that should be right, he, he can go wherever. Mm. Because I'm just saying, just wouldn't you love it if you saw mm. Infinity War and you just. And see, there he was. And there, because he's got the, like, he gets his hand on a teleporter. Yeah. And he, you know, and just fuck shit up. Well, because
1: just, you know there's going to be a big scene of the battle and, right. where, and all the heroes are going to be on the screen at once. You know you're going to get that. And I want to pan shot i want you know and and i'd like to see him his katana's flying and and fighting whatever it is he's fighting
3: and then just teleport back to where like he's just like all right i gotta go and then just takes off with howard the duck i would fucking i would lose my shit
1: i mean even if they don't even they they don't even acknowledge it if it's just in a crowd scene and he's fighting Mm -hmm. don't even need to bring it up i'm all for that i'd be happy with that I, It'd be like, that, he's you there, know, you know?
3: That sh- that sh- whenever that shot happens, it, it's you know that's going to be like a poster on everyone's wall. Hmm. Oh, boy. God, I can't wait for that moment. I know, right? Anyways.
1: Anyway, uh, oh, yes. Speaking of,
3: can't wait. Oh, you can't wait. Can't
1: wait for your show.
3: Yeah, that's right. Um, I'll be back in town November 18th. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a new Wise Guys comedy club opening in Jordan Landing. Over somebody, by, somebody was telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, over by Rio Tinto Stadium. Where we all we, every time we go see a movie premiere in the uh, uh, the Megaplex over in Jordan Commons. It's right there. Jordan oh, it's Landing. That one? Yeah, it's like it's it's over in that area. Oh, really? It's over like by Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah, yeah. Area? It's it's in that area. I,
1: I, yeah, there's a couple of restaurants there. Yeah. Right.
3: I'm I'm sorry. I'm stupid. I don't know where it's at exactly, but I know it's in that shit. But yeah, like, I know. yeah. Um, so if oh, that's pretty cool. If you're south of the two fifteen. Oh. Yeah, a lot of people have been a lot of folks south of the two fifteen. Which I don't like to venture south of the two fifteen because shit it gets weird for your boy. I get it. But uh if you're south of the two fifteen or if you're in that bubble, come see me. November eighteenth is a Saturday night. Uh uh it's gonna be eight o'clock. I'm gonna be doing one show, one show only. You can uh I'll be I got some T shirts if I there's some I got a back order of t shirts uh, from people that listen to incredibly vocal minority. Yes, you will get your t shirt there. Trust me. Um, and then um that's really about it. There's a lot of I wish I could tell you the things that are happening, people, and it's it's fun, but Shit, shit's going down. Shit's going down and legally I can't I legally I can't talk about it. Uh. But um, just just know that your boy that that IMD, that IDMB page is going up. <laughs> Internet it was I M B D D I am D I IMD- am Internet Movie IMD- Data yeah I am D B yes I should learn I should learn that but that that shit's getting better so <laughs> well
1: it's good good so, to hear
3: and uh, hopefully one day uh, we can all go to a, a, a premiere of my movie one day one day not Sometimes. not not anytime soon no no you know
1: don't worry about it all right let's get back to the episode uh, Shuffly Pete versus Avenues Annie.
3: This is so fucking Lee written all over this. Uh,
1: (laughs) Pleased to enjoy. Hey, are you doing all the work? I mean, are you having groceries, ingredients shipped to your home, and then you're doing all the work? I mean, really, you couldn't send me pre-made croutons? I gotta slice the almonds? All that packaging and ice packs, that can't be good for the environment either. Let Chef Daniel do it for you. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook or are too busy, or have decided to make changes in their diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking in resealable, reusable containers. Ask Shannon. He's used this service. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you like. No commitment to order every week. Daniel can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, and dairy-free. Daniel sources a lot of ingredients locally. He's proud to source and serve a lot of local product. Go to his website, Cantu's Catering, C-A-N-T-U-S Catering.com for more information or to submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel at 801-359-6035. Oh, Daniel can cater your party or special event no matter how big or small. Ask me or Jimmy about that. He's done that for us before. And you get a special discount if you tell Daniel Geek Show Says Hey. Let's see what's happening at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, November 2017. Thor Ragnarok is here. Go pick up some of Thor and the Hulk's greatest adventures. Captain America is back. Steve Rogers back in action, beginning a journey across America to restore his tarnished reputation. Brought to you by fan favorite Mark Wade. Starting this month from DC, Doomsday Clock, long-awaited question of how the Watchmen tie into the DC Rebirth event. Also from DC, Mystic U. After a tragic accident, young Zatanna enrolls in a mysterious university that teaches its students how to master their unique brands of magic. The Jetsons are in the comics now. Meet George Jetson, a family man living an analog life in a digital world. His wife, Jane, is a brilliant NASA scientist working off-world at a conference. His daughter, Judy, is a social butterfly trying to discover her calling. And his boy, Elroy, is either doing homework or using robots to break the rules. Strangest of all, George's mother has downloaded herself into Rosie the Robot. Join this postmodern family as doom rockets toward them from the outer reaches of the galaxy on a crass course of destruction. Motor Girl, final issue. Time has run out for Sam, who must have a life-saving surgery to remove the shrapnel in her brain. But will the operation also remove her invisible companion, Mike? Don't miss the powerful conclusion of this critically acclaimed series, Motor Girl. Open seven days a week. The whole service is free. With that, you get a 20% discount of purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. All right, thank you for
0: We're good at sitting this.
1: through broken news and all of that. I'm sure it was great. You mean enjoying
2: broken news. Enjoying broken
0: yeah, news. I don't know. Yeah. They don't sit through it, okay. Carrie. They don't sit through nothing. I mean, there's a 94% chance. They absorb chance it. That- they love it. They listen to it. They learn.
2: Whoa. There's a 94% chance I'm not there. <laughs> uh, I'd say. yeah. yeah. 6% sense. chance that I am, though. Did oh. you
0: survive
3: the episode? Ooh, it's <laughs> spooky. <laughs> so this,
2: this
1: issue was out. And I'm, I'm sorry it took me so long to get <coughs> ar- to get around to this. I just kept forgetting. But this this issue was out about a month and a half ago. This is uh, Action Comics. Written by who? This is uh, issue number 987.
5: Oh, I think I know oh, what we're
0: talking went
1: about. They're back to the original numbering,
0: huh? Did yeah. See.
1: They're back to the original numbering. This is, uh, let's see how DC does it.
2: If you know, they had never the left the original numbering, they wouldn't have had to go back. Uh, it's that r- is-
1: true. <laughs> it's written by uh, it's Juergens, just- somebody named Juergens. Dan Juergens. Dan Juergens, yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: I thought it was a soap.
0: That guy's an (laughs) old-school comic book writer.
2: And
1: so he's got, uh, on this page, Office of the Daily Planet, of course. Uh And Chief is watching TV. Perry White. Perry White. Perry White, yeah. Don't call him Chief. You just did. And he says, uh, I've never seen so many simultaneous alerts come through. Oil tanker rupture on shore, prison riot in the Midwest, workplace shootings, war breaking out in Logamba, racial disputes, terrorist acts, widespread violence everywhere. This is more than anyone can handle, even... And then someone yells off camera, Green Lantern! Superman? Oh. Oh, all right. So there's that. So then Superman, or Clark, I should say, disappears at the stairwell and changes on his way up. And he's thinking to himself... So many things coming at once—coincidence or something more? Flies <laughs> yeah. away. Cut two. Scene of a guy with a machine gun and a bandana of an American flag on his head,
0: which
3: is misappropriation of—that's disrespecting the flag, by the way. And so you know.
1: he's got these these workers who are obviously Latino up against a wall.
0: Oh, this is a giant controversy a couple weeks
1: ago. Yeah, Yeah. and he's yelling, I gave everything to this company, got injured so many times on the line that I literally bled for it, but I kept working, even though it was crippling me. Then you people came along, and they're, you know, pleading with him in Spanish. Por por favor.
3: No puede, no puede.
1: You work for cheap. Don't speak English, so you can't talk back or even ask for a penny more. You cost me my job, my livelihood, and for that you pay. And he opens fire. And just in time, Superman jumps in front of the people. Stop this! And he grabs him. Oh, and and, uh, and the, uh, the people behind him go, gracias a Dios. Bye. Thanks. He grabs him. Why? You know, Superman's yelling at him, why? They stole from me. They ruined me. He said, the only person responsible for the blackness smothering your soul is you. Officers, make sure these people are safe and cared for. I have to go. Anything you say, Superman. So that happened. Well, right-wing media machine went crazy. Mm. I didn't know they did that. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, They flipped out, saying that uh, Superman is un-American.
2: Well, he's cool. he We're is saving lives. Dude, he is baby. an illegal alien.
1: Yeah, and uh, I because I I don't consume that type of media. I only could read what they said and and just go and just shake my head. And then I found this article on the Hollywood Reporter written by Graham McMillan, and he summed it up beautifully. So I'm just going to read some of this to you. Comment, step in where you want. Okay. It shouldn't come as any surprise that a Superman protects undocumented workers in this issue of DC's Action Comics. Beyond the fact that he is a long-standing defender of truth, justice, and the American way, he also took a stand against racial intolerance in the recent DC promotion that restored anti-bigotry image from the 1940s. That kind of talk is un-American. It's all over the internet right now, and it's a real ad that they did yeah, back like, in '49. Like, like
0: 1949, it was actually on my uh, in the Sev. I have a thing called a smart board, and it was, when the shit started to go bad, mm-hmm. it was my well, it was, screensaver. It, it was, was up there all the
1: time. It was created for the Anti-Defamation League. Yeah. And uh, it was, the, the wording of it, it just talks about, you know, when people start talking about how that person is different or that person is wrong, that kind of talk is it's un-American. Like American it's beautiful.
0: And stand up against it. Yes. basically what it says.
1: Superman yeah. has, of course literally made a career out of standing up for the little guy. As recently as 2015, the character made headlines once again with these same assholes, standing with citizens of Metropolis against police brutality. But when it comes to the issue of immigration and racial intolerance, the superhero is almost uniquely placed to offer metaphorical commentary on the subject. Superman, as envisioned by his creators back in 38, is not only the literal embodiment of the immigrant dream he is the perfect example of those currently at the center of the decision to rescind the DACA program. Someone who arrived in the United States as a child and the result of his parents' actions without paperwork or going through the right channels who has dedicated his life to fitting into U.S. society but making U.S. society a better place.
4: Well, the American way, that's what gets me. It's like it's not saving the white man who was born on this soil. Yeah, like that's there, not the American way. people who cross... Coming to this country, looking for a dream, that want a better life for them. Mm-hmm. So, so him saving them. How is that not more American even, than anything? We else. didn't even
2: have an immigration act until the early 1900s when yeah. we needed to stop uh, Eastern <sighs> Europeans and Italians from yeah, coming they, into the they country. Were stopping the Irish and, and the Italians. The, and there's a what is it? The Chinese Exclusion Act of 1922, yeah. where they're they're just literally. We did not. You, you hear people talk about, oh, my grandparents came here illegally. Well, chances are. Anybody who got here was here legally prior yeah. to a certain year. So mm-hmm. if your family can trace back a couple generations, if they didn't get here unwillingly on a ship, they got here in another way on a yeah. ship. Everyone
3: you know? got to America illegally. Yeah. Everyone. 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 Yeah. And you know white, and a uh, black. <laughs> you got here. Hey, white people, you got here because you said, fuck that dude. Yeah. And was like, Yo, I'm going to come here. But they do, it, and, they the do only, it.
0: And, and the only We're like, but and the only all illegals. the only thing is difference is some people's uh, boat experience was way better than the others <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but why you know? would, why they Carval even get mad ships. that he's
4: yeah. uh, first of all he's saving human life i mean no, they don't what? see him as human life fuck who gives a shit where I, they came I, from exactly. it's human life no, lee, no, well, lee lee, 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 hit lee hit it. called it right there
3: lee called it right there until they start and now, like, ah, God, now this Blade Runner, I, I get, the way you said Blade Runner now is like, why, why, it's it's a slave caste system. And it's mm-hmm, just like, yep. we start, need to start seeing people as equal regardless yeah. of what
0: they look like.
1: The immigrant part of Superman's origin is often glossed over by these people or outright ignored Ugh. by those who see the hero as being all American. Right, he's
0: all American.
1: In every way, but the important piece, not only of history, but the vision of the United States that Superman represents in some ways, Superman is at heart an optimistic story about the United States itself. The fact that the character comes from out there can not only come to be accepted by America, but has seen as representing the best of America, an inspirational figure that everyone looks up to. That's the American dream in action. That's the way things are supposed to work, according to the United States, advertised on the Statue of Liberty's New Colossus plaque and the one that lives in citizens' hearts. Perhaps merely some citizens' hearts, at least these days. After all, certain members of the current presidential administration seem disinterested in the new Colossus. They're going as far as to saying that it's, it's It not, was added later. You know, it was added they later, didn't mean it's it. It's revisionist. Yeah. You know, it's revisionist. The idea, of, <sighs> the idea of letting immigrants who arrived illegally as children stay seems to be frowned upon in general. In this current climate, it's not just noteworthy that Superman takes a stand up to somebody angry at immigrants, but that Superman remains seen as an inspirational and patriotic figure for all. Standing as he does for concepts and acceptance that all too many would disagree with, uh, it, it's just a great article, and I would suggest you look it out in the Hollywood Reporter, Grant McMillan.
4: I don't know if I it's mean, just the current events that we're in, but just like protecting people that are about to be mowed down,
1: like that just kind of touches it. Well, you know, it's like what the fuck? No, you should exactly. Seen, you <laughs> no, you should have seen Fox and Friends when when this issue came out. You you, you should have seen it. It would have just made you sick for two reasons. One is that. The One, hell? they never read it. None of those they motherfuckers read it. read it. They never read they it. Got they got cliff notes. They got it. cliff notes. Yeah. They were told about it. Second of all, the way they were reacting to Superman saving human lives was so that. fucking wrong. It's and, absurd. And and, well, and thirdly, the fact that the president—that's his news show. He watches Fox and Friends every morning. Right. You know, that was the part that bothered I'd, me the most. And we won't. It, and
3: it, he. Well, we're having a hard time helping Puerto Rico. <laughs> hey they've got a big no you debt. gotta say it right, like yeah. he does Puerto Rico yeah Puerto Rico they've,
2: they've got a big debt you gotta no, make sure but, they understand their debt but first but
4: just, just just to mowing yeah. down people like I, I told you guys I've been watching CNN nonstop with this whole shit in Vegas And you like, not wanna just, take a break it's not it, good for your brain it's not but I'm I just whatever and so but just like to get mad at somebody who could actually protect somebody yep but you going to get mad at the Vegas Police Department yeah. for fucking protecting and people? Again, yeah, I mean, really fuck it, off. Ridiculous. It's
0: not real. And, like, it, it, it's such a fucking false fucking narrative, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as, like, what happened with, like, Captain America. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's They just went like, crazy over him, too. And I don't know, man. It just... And people misunderstand
1: Captain America. He's really misunderstood by the right uh, wing. They yeah. think that he's supposed to stand for whoever's in office. At the time. And that's not the case at all because if you. (laughs) Civil War. No, Civil War is a good example. We'll go back before that, the Nixon administration, when Cap quit and became nomad. And it's because. I can't deal with this shit. The administration was not standing up to what the American ideal was supposed to be. And that's what Cap has always stood for. He's Captain
3: America, not Captain who's ever in office.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And that's the (laughs) thing.
0: Here's the thing, and it goes fucking so much deeper. It's the same motherfuckers that claim that they love Jesus and they love America so goddamn much. Yep. Right? But they do not follow the teachings of either. Of either. Yep. Jesus? Right.
4: You go down they, t- ta- they,
0: they actually take it and they.
1: They twist it. flip they the script. Twist it. No. Well, they
0: flip the fucking script,
1: right? Jesus never talked about homosexuals. Didn't no. say a goddamn word and about it. And that's
0: the thing. It's like, if. Yeah. Like, uh, What's that God, super- if we actually. Followed the teachings of Jesus and the teaching or, or, or the ideals of America. There'd be no banks. <laughs> this would be a fucking beautiful fucking world we live in. Fucking right it would. I get what, shit you know? from that, people. What's that like,
4: I mean, to, to, to jump on that point, what's that super evangelist down in Houston who like preaches every day. Oh, that piece of shit. And then like when everybody's like stranded. Oh, oh he's his, talking his, about Osteen. Osteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and his yeah. super church could hold so many people and he's like, nope. Nope. Yeah. Like, what? I don't want people. And, ev- and eventually he opened it up.
0: Yeah, because right, I'm but a but shitty only because guy. he was getting fucked with on <laughs> Facebook. Exactly, exactly. And it was going to fucking undercut his bottom line. Of
4: like all the things you could have done to prove your message. You're like, nope. This is it.
0: I, I get I'm a man of God. I'm a I'm a shelter, people who are hopeless and have nothing. Like they have nothing, no, I mean, and they'll
3: freak out about that, and will freak it's out.
1: It's well, I mean, others. But and Jesus had a problem
2: with rich people. If you'll recall, what uh, were you going to yeah. say? I, I I get shit all the time from people. Uh, I'm I'm not really don't go up against people for their political ideology because at the end of the day, even the most right wing of people, if they're willing to talk, we're going to realize we have a lot more in common than not. But I'm I'm what is re, uh, lovingly referred to uh, on the right as a uh, pinky globalist because mm. I really do think that the biggest problem we have other than religion on this planet, individual religion's great, go for it. If you're using it to subjugate other people or to suppress other people, then then it's horrible. Yes, um, or, our, our governments
0: or your political system, your political that's, that's what ideology. I was
2: your political ideology, your political system, uh, if we're not worried about it uh, what is it, something my son said that that sticks with me uh, Sticks with me every day now that I think about it, uh, yes, we should be helping the people in Puerto Rico. We shouldn't even be questioning it. They're American citizens. We should also not be worried so much about whether or not they're American citizens before we help them. We exactly. Should be looking, we should be in the Dominican Republic. We should be in Haiti. Yes. We should be in all these islands that yes. are getting smashed and mowed down by hurricane after hurricane after hurricane. We should stop fucking debating whether or not there's such a thing as global uh, climate change, man-made or not. Doesn't matter. It's happening. Yeah. It doesn't matter whose finger we're pointing it at. You know, it was a bunch of people get mowed down, you're not well. Who's at fault? Well, they're dead. Doesn't matter. Move on. Fix the fucking thing. We can't be worried about North Korea if we didn't have a North Korea and we didn't have a United States. If we were human beings and we took care of each other and we didn't worry about what the political ideology was or what the religious ideology was or what undergarments they were wearing or who they're fucking when they get home at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we'd all just mind our own goddamn business and take care of our neighbors, I think that's a Christ-like philosophy. I'm not sure. I'm not a Christian. Uh, but, but we'd be in a better place right now. We wouldn't be worried about whether or not uh, some some kid who grew up in privilege uh, with a ton of money and happened to have developed nuclear weapons is coming after us because we'd all be taking care of each other and wouldn't have gotten to that point in the first place.
0: Mm-hmm. Can, and, and, like, I, and I just want to say something about like, the reality of DACA. <clears throat> yeah. All right? Because I work with mostly Hispanic children. I do. And probably most of them were either brought here illegally or were born to illegal parents. Yeah.
2: Or if they came here in the last five or six years, they walked here because their parents were murdered somewhere in South America.
0: So here's the thing. We're just going to either send these people back. Or we're going to send their, uh, their, their parents back. Leave them without parents.
1: And either either one is or unacceptable. Gonna, yeah.
0: yeah, or either we're going to take these kids back to a country they've never known. So, and this actually goes back to the, the great uh, book donation mm-hmm. that I've got. There's this great novel called, uh, it's a graphic novel called Ghosts. And it's all about the, uh, it's, it's, it's really like surrounding the, the Day of the Dead. And I had one of my adorable Hispanic girls walk up to me, open up to it, because I was like, if you don't understand a word, if you don't understand a word, come up and, and ask me what it means. Mm-hmm. Well, this little Hispanic girl that her family mostly speaks Spanish at home holds up. She goes, I don't understand what this means. De la luna.
5: That's her language. Is it well if she if her She's parents English. are if her parents right. are Hispanic so, and they speak Spanish in the home? Right. How did she not know what? So here's meant? the
0: thing that happens as kids are in America, um, or, or like if you're learning a language, there's this weird like it, unless you're practicing both languages all the time, mm-hmm. one goes away.
5: Yeah, true. And true.
0: that's what happens to these dreamer kids, yeah. right? And so I looked at her and I go. Really, you don't know what that means? I was like, "You speak Spanish at home, right?" Yeah, yeah. And she goes, "Yeah, but I, I, I don't know what that means." I go, "That means of the moon, yeah. right?" Mm-hmm. And she goes, okay. oh, okay, right." So what we're doing is like, a, 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 if we take these people huh. and just like oh, it almost burst me to tears, we take these people and we just fucking send them back because of decisions made that were beyond their fucking control. And sometimes right? we're a
2: matter of life and death when those decisions exactly.
0: are made. Exactly. Um, there are multiple stories about people that get sent back, and, and these are good people, right? People who have done nothing wrong and have contributed to our society are just, you know, going to college and fucking being in the fucking military, mm-hmm. or or and doing, the, and they get sent back because of decisions that were made when they were.
1: One years old. Seven, maybe.
0: Yeah. We have, a, you know, we have and
2: a we have a listener who's in that boat. He's yeah. in his early 30s here. He came here in his early teens. Yeah. And, and they send him back.
0: They don't, all they've known is America. They don't speak Spanish. You know, they. it's like a whole, like they're just like shoved in this. It's chaos. And there have been multiple, multiple, multiple people that have committed suicide. Yeah. They straight up, they're like, I don't know how to cope with this. Mm-hmm. And I can't handle it. I have no family. I have no friends here. I'm just stuck in this chaos. And they fucking kill themselves. How is that okay? Well, it's not. It's It's not. not.
1: But as Lee pointed out earlier, the people who think it's okay don't think that they are people.
0: No, I know, and it's you
1: know, they don't. It's just
0: like like I don't understand how people like think that way. The
5: difference there, I think, is. We, I believe, have empathy, and the people yeah. making these decisions
2: lack empathy a lot of the time. R
0: two D two agrees. He really does. Yeah. Well, the, the no, question, like, the question they,
2: comes up all the time where people say, "Well, why didn't they just stay there and try to fight and make it better?" A lot of times, they did try they, to fight and make it better, and they got killed in the yeah, process. Yeah, exactly. You hear story after story about kids, teenagers, that are ferrying other kids younger than themselves to the states now because, and, and not from Mexico, usually from somewhere in South America or Central America. Uh, so the question I posit then is what happens if the United States became so ungovernable and so intolerant to you that, that you felt the need to go somewhere else, say maybe Canada yeah. well, and, and say maybe Canada didn't want you there anymore because it's, they've been dealing with our fallout for so long that, yeah. that they're full of, mm-hmm. of Americans or of, uh, United Statesians in Canada. Um, are you going to stay and fight to make things better? What are you going to do when you get killed and your kids don't have a place to live anymore? Are you going to expect them to go there or are you going to hope that maybe some other Country would have the compassion to bring them in and, and maybe uh, help them live a better life. Mm-hmm.
0: Goddamn third shows, they're either nuts or Sorry. they're fucking super deep. Sorry. Sorry,
2: I watched too much Star Trek to think that no, we should like, we should just, go with the leave, em,
0: leave I em know, them. People, in the you Cambodia. need to put yourself in other people's fucking shoes. Yeah, man. exactly. That's the empathy. Like, right? They,
1: they won't. They won't do
0: it. <clears throat> right. But well, well, then yeah. fuck.
1: They them. have no empathy.
0: And I can't wait till they all fucking die.
1: They have no empathy, and that's the thing. Uh, I hate how. I mean, tight tight I try to I put my to like,
0: It's fucking mental illness. Uh, That's all I'm gonna say.
1: It is. I well, it it, it's it's, it's living in a bubble as well, right? Because I know an awful lot of people who who have they've never um, seen. I've never. They've never met a gay person. Yeah, they've (sighs) they've never met uh, a black person.
0: Or a trans person, or a trans
1: person, or an immigrant, or an, or an immigrant. Person. Even and yeah. you know, they're told why, about them, but I'm so but they've never. Well, they've you. also been told,
4: you know, horror stories about them.
0: Yeah,
1: they've been told about them by I, like, urban legends. Yeah. You know. What a shitty existence. That and it's is. terrible. Don't I, let them sneeze on I, you. Which, which is why I constantly tell everyone: the first thing you should do is travel to a foreign country yep, where yep. you don't speak the language, yep. and meet these people. Yeah. Meet them. You'll see. We are the same. We are the same.
3: And
0: the other thing about this whole, like, like, well, they should learn English. Fuck you. English is hard. It is. The only reason you can barely speak it, you fucking toothless hillbilly, is because you were raised around it. And if you try to teach that shit to a kid, I go, okay, this is the rule. Oh, and, but...
4: And here's three then, other... You like, there's three other, yeah. You want to fire back with the dominant language, they speak fucking Mandarin.
0: Right, or, or say <laughs> yeah. night, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. no other language is no, there night, night, and night. English is a difficult there, language. There, there, and there. It's Caught a sub, and caught.
2: It's a sub-Germanic... Right. No,
0: no, no, it is fucking... It is a ridiculous, mongrel language. Yep. And it can be proud of it as you fucking want. But it's hard right? to learn. It's, it's a, a
2: sub-Germanic trade language. And the
0: other thing I'm going to say is, like, my kids at my school... Are the fucking hardest working people I fucking know because they have to do stuff. They read something in English, they have to translate it into Spanish or yep. fucking whatever, and then they have to retranslate it in a way that they can fucking understand. Yeah. So fuck you. They're yeah. not lazy. They're not shitty. They're fucking better than you. Mm. And Maybe. I say these things because I know they're true. <laughs> in the name of Jeffrey Michael Vice, Amen. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you really, oh, sorry, Jake, go, Jay, go, go ahead. No, I.
3: I really uh, just want to say thank you to all of you at this table because you guys don't understand the influence that you all have. And I am proud to sit alongside y'all. I mean, it, it is to hear... I've been quiet for you know ten minutes, just basically just sitting here and listening to you guys, and to sit here and listen to this conversation from white men. I was gonna say you can say you it, know, five, old,
0: like, five old white, and guys. it's, well, at least it's three, old three old white, guys. Old white
3: and, guys.
4: And, it's, <laughs> it, and I'm from the it, south, and am yes, from the south, it, Georgia. It, it's, I was raised
3: in a bubble, <laughs> it, and I think about my years of military service, and I constantly bicker back and forth with my military brothers that I should that they, they should get it but they don't, they don't. get it and I hear you t-
1: I hear you tell stories about that and it just badly. well just take a look at my Facebook yeah. anytime
3: I post anything on Facebook oh, yeah. my military buddies will chime Sick in and I'm it. like
1: you guys they don't get it.
3: you just don't get it and and I really just say as you know I don't speak for all people of color but I as a person of color that sits at this table I am extremely proud to sit next to you guys and alongside you guys because hearing what you guys have to say gives me an insurmountable amount of hope and it's uh thank you so thank you, thank you. <sighs> we
1: just going to wake for all uh, the old fuckers to die. Yeah, I wish, I wish they'd hurry well, up. And, I, but the problem is... But then
0: in Charlottesville, it was a bunch of young fuckers. No, but yeah, my, my so biggest well, my what?
2: biggest fear moving forward, though, is eventually I'm going to be that old fucker that everybody's waiting for to die. <laughs> See,
0: uh,
4: I mean, you say that. You really do. Like, and, and, and I've heard people say that argument a lot. But coming from a career at the symphony... Mm. We're always like, oh, man, these old people are going to die. What are we can do for donors? Well, they're teaching their right, their underlings the same thing. Yeah. Well, that's it's why, just, it's that, a constant fucking... It gets fucking, passed
1: on. we got to yeah. pass it on to more people. It's just it's, I mean, so you just got to try well, to pass it on to more people than they well, we
2: pass trust me, on. Trust me,
1: I know the people on the other side. We
2: also have to. We also have to open ourselves up to things that we're not necessarily willing to deal with. I mean, Jimmy, you and I had a, an amazing conversation a couple months ago about uh, pronouns yep. and how you know it doesn't it doesn't work linguistically or how it doesn't follow proper grammar. And and really, the takeaway from it all is is that um, if I have somebody who. Doesn't prescribe to binary pronouns, mm-hmm. and they've decided their pronouns are different. It's not my place to tell them that they're right or wrong. No. Exactly, if, if, well, if that pronoun is no longer describing the way they feel in this human existence. Yeah, if, <laughs> if, if somebody tells you that you know they them
1: there, you'll refer to me as Oprah or whatever. Right. I don't care what the title. Is. If somebody says that, that's what you refer to me as. That's what you do. Yeah. It's it's you not, know, and it's, and it's a small
0: thing. And I, you know, and it's, a very it's small not thing. that hard to do. No, it's not. I, it's and not. I want to throw out a little bit more hope. <laughs> As someone that has been working with children for nearly a decade at this point. The people I've worked with and, and this at this point it's 200 300 children.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. 200 300 humans. I would say ninety five percent of them do not think about like gay issues and trans issues. Yep, they just don't. Well, I think they, they don't. That. They don't fucking care. Oh, my and the only thing my, that, my, my daughter's
2: generation's plowed right past it. But I'll tell you right I now, hope so. if yeah. they do care, it's because they they get they, were they learned it taught from their dad. They're it. Taught, yeah. taught it from taught dad or exactly. mom. You know, it's it's the only a, thing it's I it's a
1: learned behavior. Right? I'm not yeah. trying
4: to like. You know, throw (laughs) shade over your hope. But like when I go online and play video games, the shit I fucking heard. Oh, Oh yeah. Like I'm like God, fuck but this word. Once like, again, you know, I work. I play little-
3: Overwatch and I get called the N word all the time. Sure. The second I step, the second I step on guess the how, microphone, guess
4: how many of them would call you that to your face? Exactly. <laughs> None <laughs> <Not> of them. <laughs> exactly. Have
3: you seen my biceps?
4: They're not. In that not one <laughs> of them. <a>, pretty good. <laughs> I'll
0: fuck somebody <laughs> not up. It looks like a two turkey legs stuck <laughs> together. I, I, <laughs> hey. I get, I get that that's the whole
4: <laughs> hiding you. behind the keyboard thing. Right. But it's still,
2: it's still just there. It's just like,
4: like, why the fuck would you ever say that to somebody? Like it's just, and it goes back to the whole, just like, it's human. just leave it alone take a breath
2: does it really affect you
4: if it
0: affects you like if someone's fucking with you directly you got a right to fight back but like otherwise leave them the fuck alone let them live their lives move on I don't give a fuck what anybody does as long as they don't harm people or harm people made? or yeah. affect you directly Harm it, you. is, you is know? it really affecting
3: your lifestyle is it is it really oh, no,
1: it, you it, remember the whole be- before gay marriage you know we're all old enough to remember before gay marriage it was going to invalidate all of our marriages we're going to be and marrying dogs cats people are going to well, well, well,
3: nah, be marrying sex robots
1: Oh, look. Yeah. I mean, it's been legal for how many years? Four or five years now. And the world hasn't ended. We'll and your on. marriage still means the same. And yeah. everything now, if a guy pulls a knife on yeah. me and says, Give me your money, I'm like,
4: I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan <laughs> of you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. Do you guys have. Uh... I'm not ruining this conversation with.
0: I'm
4: not ruining this conversation with Halle Berry's kidnap. So let's just move on. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> had a couple of games coming out this week.
5: Yeah. Uh, for my... There we go. Uh, we got something called Bubsy. The Woolies Strike Back. I,
3: oh, I remember. No, I remember Bubsy.
5: It's a it's an older game. Yeah, he was like pre Bandicoot. Yeah. <laughs> no, so he's real. got another game coming out. Uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy Fifteen multiplayer God, expansion.
3: Goddamn! How many? How?
5: It's supposed to be the Final Fantasy. It's happened fifteen times. It's now. the never ending story no, of in the multiple Final versions. Fantasy. It's more than that, because oh, thirteen. Oh, there's,
4: there's
0: three. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
5: Uh, We got uh, spin tires, mud runner. I don't know what that is. It's right here. Dirt looks like a dirt driving game. Uh, Dirt driving game. Like you just like sit in dirt and watch movies. Driving it on big screen and sorry, driving. Oh yeah. I didn't know they were still making games for Dot Hack, but Dot Hack is getting another game.
2: Wow. That's Dot Hack. That's it's a, it's a It started back in the PS2 days. It's mm-hmm. a JRPG that became a manga that became another JRPG that became yeah. an anime that yeah. became another JRPG.
5: It's pretty crazy and it's one of those games that tries to be like uh augmented reality. It tries to simulate you playing a person who plays a video game, wow. and so the video game messes with your person's life. It's, and it's, it's it gets. Pretty, I mean, yeah, it, it gets pretty heady. Sometimes it's kind of neat, but I, I've never played one. I've always kind of meant to look I into it. The show but, And then uh, the big one everyone's going to be uh, looking at is uh, Activision's uh, chance at redemption with Call of Duty World War II <laughs> Duty. Duty Duty. So Call of Duty is heading back to its uh, old school roots and doing a World War II game and. Uh, uh, I don't know if it's good. Maybe.
2: 16 bits. So. All right.
5: That's it.
1: Good enough. Thank you, Mr. B. If you would, please. jeez. Oh,
0: yeah. Hey there, Ham. Yeah. I know shit's rough for you, bud. I know the struggle's real, man. But I'm here. I'm behind you. I support you. And I'll always be here for you.
4: You're going to eat them too, huh? I'll probably eat it. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>